0: Hello and welcome back to In The Clock End, an Arsenal awesome podcast with me, Steve, joining me as always, Chippenham's finest, Calvin. Good afternoon, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, afternoon, Steve. I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad at all. How's things with you? Keeping well? Yeah, I'm all good. I had to like, just quickly look at the look at the time then, because I thought, have oh,
1: he, I? Has he done it again? No, I mean, he's solid. Look, there's no debate in it. It's afternoon. It is afternoon. Um, so yeah, you're safe. If, you're safe this week.
0: I'm 15 15.41. To be precise listener and um, I've just dashed home from work my laptop decided to do a little bit of a reboot whatever it's called it's a terrible laptop um so we've decided that it's time to get a new laptop
1: that could right. be your that's definitely your one good for later. or unless we can hold that I guess till next week when you actually have it in hand
0: yeah that's true got that long how long, is it, how long is it
1: taking you on average to start your laptop these days
0: <laughs> probably a good a good 20 minutes half an hour okay. it's so bad. Um, I will never buy a HP laptop again just never again like, how, how, how old is it though?
1: that's the question I mean HP's not bad
0: 2017 I got it oh, in not, like, yeah. August 2017
1: big problem though listeners Steve does what a lot of us have done in our football supporting lives and that's streaming football on your laptops which absolutely
0: riddles your laptop so you've, you could have gone down like a different path then He's could been have. watching the dodgy stuff. You know what? It's 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 funny because I always like use he's a goal, and it's it's quite good for streams. But it literally looks like a porn site, and it is riddled.
1: That's the so. excuse when the missus walks in. Look, it looks like <laughs> it's not a porn site. I promise you. God,
0: like there's <laughs> like, like there's no. Fun. <laughs> wow, ben, ben White's on the screen. He's handsome, you know. Well, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay, now. Yeah, you, you could probably get away with that on a Saturday, but like you know, she'd be like, "It's a Monday night. No one's playing." No, it's just like you know lower league
1: with myself <laughs> <laughs> i'm right, moving on moving on,
0: moving on. um so it's been a few days since walls we this on monday mm. the 28th february should we just dive straight into it so before the game we were talking you weren't particularly confident actually you said you're a little bit worried i was forever N- the optimist
1: N- nervous is the word i used i wasn't unconfident but i think yeah, it's just all our games just feel so seismic at the minute. And especially when you're playing teams that are in and around the hunt with you. Um, and obviously, look, it's, it's unusual that you get to play a Premier League game against someone you've just played against. Right. And there was a little bit of niggle, let's say, throughout that game. And obviously how we celebrated at Wolves and the, the Martinelli sending off. And, you know, it just felt, I don't know, like Wolves are a decent side, right? They're well set up. You know, they don't they're not amazing to watch, don't get me wrong, but... You know, they're a hard team to beat. And that's why I just felt a little bit, yeah, nervous, apprehensive about the game. Um, and obviously yourself, you were, yeah, forever the optimist and everything's going to be great sort of thing, you know. <laughs> Hunky-dory, right? Exactly.
0: It's a sort of game where it all depends on that first score, right? Wolves haven't lost a game since leading, since December mm. 2018. So all the stats were there, right? Um, I thought we started quite well, though, actually. Before we get into that sort of rolling back, we, we started quite well. Um, there seems to be like a you know a high energy about us. should yeah. have had a penalty I think right right at the start. Yeah. Um, soft goals give away <laughs> to say really the right yeah now.
1: really soft, really soft. I mean look Gabriel should be I mean we did it for the rest of the game and let's just pop it into Rose Ed when you're in that you know, certain scenario but I get what he's trying to do you know he's trying to keep the ball keep it with us um you know I thought you know as much as his pass was poor and um, you know Ben white was maybe a little bit switched off. Um, at, at that time as well, I probably wasn't expecting Gabriel to do it. Who knows? But look, it's one of those that you can, you know, with hindsight, look back on and go, it didn't fucking matter in the end. Uh, thank God. But yeah, I mean, it, it made the game tougher than it needed or tougher than it was already going to be, I guess.
0: It wasn't easy. I think, I think I've think i got my notes here. It was Jimenez who went through quite soon after. They There was that period of the game where they were like just, Making quite like work of getting in behind us. And no. we were just, we looked. I think in terms of like performances, like I, I think Ben White and Gabriel are, are great. And I think there's a fantastic partnership forming there. But it wasn't the best, I wouldn't say games. I'd say maybe this, like, there was a spell, which they were off the pace a little bit, right?
1: Yeah. I think let's just call it out. I mean, it wasn't their best performance as a center half pairing, right? We've got so used to them being really solid. And yeah, you you know, you touched on it. It was like a couple of times it was a bit easy to get through. Um, you know, there was a few times where their touch was off or they, they didn't quite make the right decision, weren't necessarily tracking their runners as well as they should be. But yeah, I mean, look, again again, if we would have lost the game, we'd have a very different narrative uh, on the podcast and and everybody else would have had it as well. We would have been a bit more annoyed about their performance. But again, um uh, you managed to get away with it. So it's it's not too bad.
0: No. I guess you analyse the game differently depending on the final outcome. It's like last week when we we beat Brentford and we we talked about some of the decisions that went against us, and mm. you you don't get so you what know, irate or wound up about decisions when when you when you ultimately win the game. Um, mm. But no, yeah, it, it was one of those, and I, I, there was a few moments in the second half actually as well, and uh, there was a few moments, but I, I think I think. I think I speak for most Arsenal fans when I say, like, the the biggest concern on Thursday was where are the goals coming from? Once again, right? Like, we seem to have like a lot of chances without really having any chances. Like, we were in and around their area, um, and it just sort of—I don't know—like, we just did, we just lacked that that final finish. And it It, it felt very similar to the Brentford game, right? To me, anyway. Did look
1: obviously if you take their their goal aside, and that didn't happen. I mean, we again we dominated the ball for vast, you know, for a lot of for what it felt like a lot of the game. But like you said, it was that cutting edge that we didn't quite have uh, going forward. And you know, if you look, even looking at the stats, I mean, it only says you know the Wolves had two shots on target and six shots in total. But it felt like their chances on the on the
0: night were probably a little bit better than ours overall. And I mean, th- no, not yet. Undoubtedly, but like, their, their their opportunities were clear cut. Mm. um was we had we had a, we had a couple but mm. nothing which really stuck out on, you, there was nothing which you really thought you've got to finish that um mm. not to my knowledge anyway
1: mm, but it, was, think, a yeah, days, three it chan- was a few yeah, days i know we we've left it a little bit longer but there were three chances after their goal which were definitely good and that was the Jimenez header it wasn't too far wide. Uh, they also had, it, that might have actually been before the goal, actually. They had the one, one where Jimenez
0: went through dragged and dragged it. Yeah, and it was one it. in the second half as well.
1: Yeah, the goal scorer won. Um, and it kind of hit the under arse of, uh, of Aaron Ramzo as he came out.
0: And that, that, was, yeah,
1: that was a big chance to be honest. It was, was
0: the one chance. when it hit Gabriel's knee as well.
1: Oh, yeah. So yeah, wide. That was, yeah, that was, yeah, that was a massive block, to be honest with you. Um, because, yeah, when you saw the replay from a certain angle, you could clearly see it was going to nestle in the bottom corner. Um, so, yeah, as much as Gabriel fucked it in the first half, he certainly made up for it with that saved block. Saved us For the sure. The
0: concern is, in this sort of game, um, I didn't fully really explain it very well here, like, in terms of, like, it's a sort of game you never want to chase. You always want no. to be on the front foot. Um mm. when we conceded early on, you look at the time, you think, listen, there's a lot, you know, this game, long way to go. But as it went on, the nerves really crept in. When it got to 15 minutes and then it gets to an hour, and and you know we are sort of getting an opportunity, we are getting into areas of field where you know we are creating um, problems for wolves, but we just can't finish our dinner. And the, 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 I don't know if you felt the same. It got to like the eightieth minute, and, and that's when I'm thinking I take a draw right now. I take anything. You know, it's gone from we yeah. have to win this game to con- I almost conceded the fact that we're not winning this game. Um, mm. Was it? Was it? I can't remember. When did Pepe equalise? Was it eighty second, eighty third? Yeah, you won eighty two minutes.
1: Yeah, you won eighty two minutes, something like that. Eighty two minutes. what I'm looking at here. So, but yeah, you know, I agree with you, mate. It's just like again, I think it's just we're you know we're so accustomed to feeling certain ways. You know, when you're watching Arsenal, you know, you already called out one stat earlier on, and that was that Wolves haven't thrown away. uh, You know, they haven't lost from a winning position in God knows how long.
0: December and then, 2018.
1: Which is, exactly. And that's
0: fair play. That's, it that's is. Incredible. They're a it's good team.
1: But on the flip side of that, you know, since Arteta's been in charge, if Arsenal were in a losing position, I don't think we'd actually manage to turn it into to a win. Um, so for those two pretty incredible stats to, to go in favour of Arsenal, um, yeah, it was massive. I mean, it's one of those nights, isn't it, where, you know, me and you unfortunately weren't at that one. Um, for you, it's one of the few games you missed this season and yeah, it's one of those, you know, that is, isn't it, it is. Yeah. It's but it's, it's one of those where you would love to be in the state, you know, limbs and, you know, just the pandemonium of a last minute winner. It's just, you know, it's, it's one of those. And, you know, we'll talk about the, we talked about it in the last podcast, with the council culture and people not, you know, you can't celebrate. Like, honestly, like if you, it goes with what we owe to football for, we've said it before. Uh, and last minute winners, I mean, they don't come around that often, uh, to be perfectly honest with you. Uh, and when they do, I mean I, I don't know about you but obviously you screen the house down i i was jumping around like a madman i think i was still fist bumping going to sleep to be honest <laughs> with you um, it was just one of those ones because i i I'm, you know usually after a match you know i watch a lot of football at home obviously li- you know living over in island is, you know after a game sort of finishes you know i'm getting old mate i've got work the next day i usually go to bed That's what i mean it's a peppermint
0: to your bed, right bit of,
1: but I, I couldn't, mate. I was buzzing. I don't think I could go. I didn't go to sleep till that. Or even bother venturing to bed until about half 11. Oh, you were too, I was, was too busy just, just yeah, just, you. I think we all probably felt the same, right?
0: It was, um, yeah. No, it was great. It was incredible. It was an incredible moment. Um, I just heard Steph shout down, like, shut the up. <laughs> What's going swear, on down mate. there? Come on. You're Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, but I edited myself out there. And that's a skill, right? Um, right. But it, it, it was incredible. I, I was like my voice the next day was a bit croak from scream. Yeah. Like I, I ran around my lounge. Like it was it was utter carnage. You know I can't even begin to imagine. Obviously we've seen all the videos and the, the, the scenes in the ground. The, it's it's those moments that you you, know, you live from a football. Um, Absolutely. And it, and it it felt even sweeter that the fact they they time to so much. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. What like, we've done, it we time wasted. I'm, I'm not okay. saying you know. We're we we saints by any means, but it was sweeter that they they time wasted. There was the substitution when they wouldn't leave the field. Well, that was the ultimate. Just, that that just was the ultimate. So late on. What, what what was with that? What the hell was going on? That was. James I, I think simple. The ma- the the referee should like. Uh, that's on the referee to me. I know he books him, but he's got to do
1: more there. He did apparently so he did on that so he was only initially he book him
0: but he should he should have said get off the pitch or i'm giving you a red card
1: do you know do you know what's funny though because he booked him and he still stood on the end of the pitch and i thought oh, wouldn't this be funny if we saw another quick double yellow that would be hilarious uh, but obviously it didn't happen but to be honest they, they, they did get punished i believe i believe there's only supposed to be four minutes added on and because of that he added on two more minutes and funnily enough those was actually two minutes things you love to see right Absolutely. It's about time something like that went in our favour. So I think, you know, it's, it's sometimes in those situations, like you've, you've got to give the referee, as much as we fucking hate them. Like, gamesmanship something you've just, a referee can control as much as he wants. I mean, it was a bit weird, wasn't it? It was very blatantly obvious. And I think, you know, we all saw Kranich Shaka doing what we fucking every single one of us in the ground wanted to
0: do and watching on the TV. And that was literally push him off the pitch at you one know, point. I, I, I really wanted him to, like, come come over and, like, just pick him up. Do you see that yeah. do you see that um video clip on twitter i don't know i, I think it was in the Euro- european leagues i believe or the europe or the europa league or champions league and someone's on the yeah. floor and the player literally clearly yeah. gets him so funny um but no it, it was wonderful it was such a great moment and mm. it was a sort of goal because of where the player came from there was i didn't even think about var i thought that's that's a goal like it's come like it's come from open play there's mm. there is always that element of doubt isn't there um mm-hmm. Imagine if it had been offside. After all no, that, it do you
1: know what? Because it's and it's funny because you, you say about var and obviously when when it first went in, you know, fucking leapt off the sofa, give it the old shout, and literally just jumping on 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 the spot. To be honest with you, and then uh, I I did catch myself for a minute to stop, look at the TV, and try and see if, if there anything going on for var here, and. Then I saw, you know, as soon as I saw the first replay, it was blatantly onside and off. I went jumping again, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's so like, like it's yeah. the annoying thing of Vado, isn't it? Like, you know, because you do, you do, you know, as a football fan, you know, like celebrating goals is
0: the best Wait, right? thing in the world. I know, yeah. I mean, like I said to you, like at Wolves, I missed out, I, I was deprived of a, of a celebration. Mm. Because I thought, oh, because Lacazette and the keeper Clyde. Yeah, you know, it's only until after you know, uh, on late inspection, you see that Lacazette's the one who actually gets the, the, kind of taken out. Mm. Um, I mean, you know, I, I, without sort of you know going down a rabbit hole, I, I don't know if you saw the Chelsea Liverpool game. I like, haven't they had three goals yeah. this loud? It was ridiculous. Yeah, three or four actually. I think actually, and one um, of them, like, the, 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 I mean, I don't give a fuck, fuck Chelsea. Um, but, yeah, totally. I mean, they, they were they were minimal, and you think, come on, like. Yeah, yeah, one none of the material really... clearing obvious anymore so there, there is always that going back to my point there is always that mm. you know back back of your mind you're thinking oh is there is yeah. there going to be a toe um, but no it it was onside and uh, it was it was so great I
1: was just going to say just staying in that rabbit hole I have to I have to stay in there just a second because wasn't that just one of the funniest fucking things you've seen <laughs> in football for a long long time I honestly I was watching it because it's the only time my missus doesn't really like football um, but everybody loves a fucking penalty shootout right if, if your team's not involved, we love it. Um, it's one of the great endings to any sort of, you know, cup final or any sort of cup competition where there's, you know, there's possibilities of pens. And uh, I explained it to her. I said, just before, I said, oh, because she wasn't really paying attention. I said, oh, this keeper's being brought on just for the penalties. And I literally said, wouldn't it be funny if it, because they were obviously banging, they were great penalties as well. And I think we got yeah. to like six and I said, wouldn't it be funny if we got all the way around to the goalkeepers and the goalkeeper that was brought on missed the penalty. And then she was like, "Yeah, that'd be quite funny, actually." Should have like,
0: uh, made it. You should have put money on that, mate. I mean, look, yeah,
1: it's rare that sort of stuff happens, but fuck me, he half went Thomas party on it, didn't he? He blasted that into the upper tier of Wembley. To be honest with you, um, and I, I laughed audibly, out loud. I thought it was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> the fact that yeah, he he you know,
0: he lets he comes on from the shootout, lets every penalty in. All ten, yeah. Didn't get close and to them, I think. Was there the one where, like, if, you know, it was against Van Dijk and he's like, yeah. doesn't he yeah. stand central? And he still nails it. That was a good penalty. He just um, blasted oh, it at him. <laughs> I was a bit conflicted, actually, yesterday, which I hate to say because I hate them both. Um, I hate each other for the passion, but also I despise Liverpool. And the mm. fact that they postponed the first leg mm. of, of our game because they all, you know, had a mystery illness. Um, mm. It felt a little bit like you shouldn't... Well, they, I mean, they, were, they were better than us. They were good for the win. Um, mm-hmm. I don't doubt they're probably beating us, but it just sounded it a little bit. But no, ultimately very funny. Uh, I think Chelsea. I think I read uh, that's four or five. The
1: Wembley curse. Um, yeah,
0: they've they've lost in a row now. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, know, like you, was a bit it.
1: divided, a bit divided on it. Yeah. but yeah, and like to be honest with you, if it comes to anyone against Chelsea, fuck Chelsea.
0: Well, we were over at um, the in-laws yesterday, and mm. um, you can tell that Steph doesn't really care so much about Liverpool anymore because. She wasn't even that bothered at she, awesome, Ars- she gets more into Arsenal. She awesome gets more into Arsenal games these days. So exactly. Welcome we to aid, Welcome to well converted, yeah. mate. Well converted. Yeah. Well played. Um, but yeah, going back to um the Arsenal Wolves game. Out the rabbit hole, hole, yeah. Let's get Out of the down. rabbit hole. Hey. It, it was a great moment. Um, Lacazette. what I will say about Lacazette, I think f- I think let's be honest, he had a real stinker on, on Thursday. Yeah, you can't you can't knock his work rate. No. His work rate was soon second to none. Um and you know, credit where credit's due, but yeah, he, he was terrible and it, even that shot, it's going to the corner flag. Like this shot yeah. he, fluffed, he he fluffs the shot. Like yeah. I don't want to take anything away from him. No, you know, yeah. and I'm sure you know it, it seems a little bit like, you know, what why spoil you know, such a great moment. This isn't it's just an it's justn't an, an observation, right? I think yeah. I'm very I'm, really, I'm I'm very happy for him, but those performances need to improve. He's got because yeah. it, it, top four, it's there for the taking. It really, it really is, is there for the taking. Um, uh, with Man United dropping points again. Tottenham mm-hmm. are yo-yoing. One week they're the city. Next week they're losing to Bloody Burnley. Burnley. Yeah. Bloody Burnley. Um one uh, one thing I will went to actually um was which I think really changed the game, was Pepe mm-hmm. and Eddie and K. I thought they did very well. Obviously, Pepe. We've got the goal really nice goal actually we saw that really well, well.
1: And, it was a lovely pass by and catcher into his part into the yeah. run of Pepe as well to be honest with you he really was I
0: think just that injection of pace and um, you know Pepe's a bit chaotic isn't he and then you've got Eddie just I thought Eddie had a good game you know he I don't are me wrong I'm not I'm not going to be demanding a new contract but I thought it was what we needed right um, I was a little bit surprised that he took Martin Ellie off. Um. Maybe then, he didn't have the best of the games. I, I I thought he'd have maybe put Martin, put Martinelli up front and put, put Pepe on the left. Yeah, that's kind
1: of what I was saying at half-time, wasn't he? I mean, because, look, Lacadette was having one of those days where... And he looked knackered, right? He looked knackered from the off, though. He looked like he was running around with weights on his boots, to be perfectly honest with you. And look, like you say, his work rate's great. And look, even though he's not scoring goals, we all recognise what he brings to the team, right? It might not be the most flamboyant, side of the game um, but like you know he, he gets stuck in he, he riles at the crowd you know like I've said before he, he loves getting involved in the duel probably more than anything in the world these days you know you watch him he's like sticking his ass in people hips all sorts just to try and make the defender's life difficult but it was that wasn't working for him on Thursday night and some of his layoffs weren't great some of his passes weren't great Um you know, his hold up play, wasn't really sticking with him and stuff like that. So it was quite frustrating to watch. And I called for half time. I said I would swap, you know, um Lacazette for Pepe and then put Pepe out and then Martinelli on 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 the in the center forward position. But look, I think, you know, what do I fucking know? Um
0: nothing no, clearly. Yeah. No, literally. But, I, I, mean, I it's did just think, one of those, isn't it? I did think we missed Smith
1: mm-hmm.
0: Um, I really mm-hmm. thought we missed him. Um Odegaard mentioned to him thought he oh, he's thought fantastic just glides around some of his little balls like uh, he is missing we are just missing we've uh, the listeners probably are like yeah we know you've said it many million times we're just missing a proper striker, a goal scorer mm-hmm. we're missing an athletic goal scorer someone who's got pace who's strong who can finish um Aubameyang had that, and I can't stop. Now he's, he's left oh, and he's yeah. scoring, which <laughs> a bit I don't annoying. Want, I,
1: don't, I don't want to talk about it, but yeah, he scored a lot. Um, I, I mean, look, I can't... You know, it is want to be it what now. it is.
0: It's, listen, yeah, uh, let's not even go down there. Um, yeah. But it's it's, it's 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 exciting, right? Um, things are starting to come together, and it's nice to sort of win a game, you know, by the finest of margins, but it going for us, you know, how often does it mm. go against us? Um, Thomas Partey, i will say this to you i know you don't to thomas but please stop shooting just stop it
1: yeah he's getting <laughs> just, to the point isn't he yeah you know everything else joke. is like 10 out of 10 lately ever since he came out and said that he gave himself a four out of 10 he's actually been fucking brilliant yeah. but the shooting fucking jesus do you reckon christ there's
0: like a running joke in the dressing room like do you reckon they will like leave like a rugby ball next to his gear <laughs> When he comes <laughs> to, if, they, if they haven't, they should, they should. Uh but look, yeah, it's one of
1: them. I mean, I mean I'd love more than anything for one of those just to nestle in the top top bin. But it's, yeah, it's it's, it's to the point where you're like Thomas, don't you can see him winding up and then your first, like, yeah, don't do it. Yeah,
0: you know, it's coming one day, he will hit an absolute rocket. And we'll, well look say- if he
1: if he does it at Tottenham away. Uh, it secures us a top four spot. Fucking hell. Keep, keep going, mate. Honestly, keep going. Yeah, um, One of them's mate, got to go in, right? The law of averages. I mean, you say that, but not many of them have really been anywhere fucking close up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe he needs to like aim for like the corner flag. The kind of like, reverse psychology. Yeah, you're over there. And it might go, it but it's might not, go on. It's target. not
1: direction necessarily has got a problem it's with height. It's the height. So, mate, he if you to go aim to kick it out again. the stadium... I, I just feel like no one's ever said, Thomas, get your knee over the ball, pal. Knee over the ball. Keep it down. He, he'd be great at goal kicks, though. Oh, he'd
0: fucking he wall at that, wouldn't he? He'd probably score. <laughs> <laughs> anything else you want to add about walls? Have we forgotten anything? It's, it feels like a lifetime ago, even though it was only like four days ago.
1: That's mad. It's, yeah, these gaps between our games are bloody annoying. They're too—they're too long. Um, but no, I think look, we, you know, you touched upon. You know, Pepe came on, made a difference, which is great. Especially considering he had a, a child in the middle of the night yeah, as well, which is yeah. you know fair play to him. Commit again, like you know, we t- You know, you touched on it earlier the, the commit. You know, the commitment to the cause. At Arsenal right now is. It's Brilliant, um, you know, the connection between the players and fans is, is, un- is so much better than it's been. And look, it's, you know, it's a rival, right?
0: It, you, you look even when we started doing this podcast last year, mm. well, we often spoke about the the alienation, and we had like we felt like we had a lot of players that we didn't really connect with. And it, it's you know, and you've got to give credit to Mikhail, I said for that, you know, he's behind mm-hmm. it all, and it's not just about what he's done on the pitch, it's off the pitch as well. And I think you know, without sort of getting into it, you know, with the Aubameyang thing, he was clearly a bad egg, clearly caused problems. And, you know, if, oh, if, if I take a back to yeah, and I have no issue with that. He, he's, he's scoring a few goals for Barcelona. He's always going to score goals. You know, they've got, they're got, mm. you know, they still a very good team. Uh, I'd probably good score too. goals in that team. Not really. I, I'm terrible at football, but. Yeah, maybe you would. You might do on FIFA.
1: <laughs> but no, just, you, you mentioned off the pitch as well, and I think. You know, as you know, we you know, we met of the Brentford game there last week. That was my first time at the Emirates since fucking Emery was in charge. So it's a long gap in there. And I know look, football was banned for everybody in that period of time for quite a while, but I was talking to someone online, I can't remember who it was for the life of me. So apologies if you listen. Um, but I was just saying, like it felt different going to watch Arsenal. Um, I really noticed the difference, just the, the camaraderie between fans. Everybody's kind of in good spirits. There's it, just a different feeling around the club, and that might seem you know a bit bit strange to people that go every week because you don't necessarily notice that if you go every uh, every week. Whereas for me, it had been a while, and I, it was it was noticeable just the the difference in, in the fans and just the mood around the club just seems so much better. And, and again, you, you have to kind of tip the hat to to Mikel Arteta for that because it, you know he's changing a lot of things in the club. Um, so yeah. The mood is changing,
0: you know. It definitely is. Um, it's a good. It's an exciting time, and yeah, you know, you, know, you, you get like balance between friends and people. They go, "Oh yeah, I do it. do very well," and it's like, "No, I think we're, like, like, we're having a great season, mate." Like
1: I had these conversations. Oh, okay. So it was people,
0: people trying to like kind of pull you down a little bit. You're like, mate. Top of the world at the moment. Like, couldn't care less what you've got to say about Arsenal. Like, yeah, you know, it's such a great. I'm, I'm, I, I, think we're in a great position. It's a great time to be an Arsenal fan, and I'm absolutely mm. loving life, mate.
1: Same, same. And I, funny enough, I had this pretty much exact conversation with someone at dinner on on Saturday night. Liverpool fan, um, and he's like, "You're not doing very well at the minute." Are you? I said, "Well, we're we're doing a lot better, than we've done the last fucking four or five years, pal." And he's like, oh, "Are you though? It's not really the because everybody." And what annoys me is. A lot of people just go well it's not the 2003 2004 side. obviously fucking not, it's not you twats obviously yeah 20 fucking years ago you bell ends um and to be comparing to that that's like going well you know when liverpool was shit yeah you know, 10 years ago oh yeah it's not the you know this isn't the 1985 86 liverpool so, no it's fucking not it's a very different game as well you twat. twats yeah but yeah just this uh again it's that you know that cancel culture and i'm just like you know it's like you know i've said it to you a few times you get i know even on my instagram page i think i had it barney with a fucking crystal palace fan the other day right oh, and you might I have see seen these
0: comments they're so. and i'm just
1: i've got to the point now where i'm just like would you just fuck off because i just i know i just block them because i'm just like ignorance is is, is bliss them. it's it, funny yeah. though mate because they're like the you, know, you haven't won a trophy for ages and i was like we literally won the fa cup in 2020 you twat i mean look it's, it's a new fan culture maybe that i'm really not familiar with but i'm just like I, anyone outside of arsenal Look, I watch the football because I love football, but ultimately, I can't give a shit about their fans. I, I don't care what their opinions are because they don't care. nah, I literally couldn't give a shit. All I care about is what what are Arsenal people saying because we're the ones yeah. who watch us week in, week out. We yeah. know what's
0: going on. Focus on your own team. Focus on your own team. One thing I will say before moving on about Wolves, actually, did there was fireworks that went off? There was some fireworks that went what? off at the final so Yeah, thought- after we won. Yeah, I I think it's a real photo. Uh, Paddy Power retweeted it
1: oh mate anything that Paddy Power do you've got to take with a pinch of salt sometimes I, know. I mean it got... anyway it made me laugh
0: if any of our listeners know please let me know if that was authentic or not but there was some fireworks um, but yeah anyway we will we'll move on um, we're moving on are we do you want to do on this day or do you want to go for one good one bad first power is in your hands oh Jesus! Like... if
1: you like you want so we mix it up mixing it up Okay, let's go. Let's just do one good, one bad now, then. Let's okay. just do that. And then we'll finish with a solid on this day, I'm sure. Okay. So um, what's your one good then, Steve?
0: My one good is uh, the Arsenal one. I'm joking. <laughs> that's, a, that's such a that's such a, uh, an easy answer. My one good is the Arsenal one on Thursday. and uh, My one good is... Um, Oh, your chips, ah, yeah, brilliant! I absolutely, fucking love. And like, yeah, like it honestly, to watch that on repeat. When I when I first watched it, I was thinking, "Where's this going?" And I burst out laughing. It's so yeah, brilliant. Like, the
1: crescendo was so like And brilliant. the
0: cameos. The, the the bit against me is when the woman is like leans over, and there's a the guy at the window. Uh, I think it's I think it's someone from the AskCast, not AskCast, uh, Awesome Vision Podcast. Who's at the window? Someone telling me he's, he's an awesome podcaster anyway. Yeah. Well, but I, I don't know you'd have to double check that but then it, it's great anyway um and i think it's also great that you know Arsenal obviously had that they did something with the tollington and i think there was someone else have done but it's, it's great to see him supporting local businesses and you know hats off to the guys like just on that
1: though someone <laughs> shared a photo i don't know whether you saw it online um of the queue outside yeah back.
0: massive massive yeah so
1: yeah you know kudos to that that's absolutely brilliant to be honest and
0: um that was fantastic I was I was looking back actually at some of our older adverts. Um I posted it on my Instagram. I don't know if yeah. you've looked the, the now and then. Mm. That that video is phenomenal. Like it's so well put together and it probably takes you back to the night. Gets
1: you in the feels, doesn't it? Take it time. just
0: feels like it reminds me of like train spine and that sort of time. Yeah. Like honestly, and the music's sensational. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, if 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 we were half as good on the pitch as we were advertising, we would be Clothing and marketing,
1: we're pretty good Honestly. at. Mate,
0: we, we're a match. Um, what about yourself? What's What's your
1: one good for the week? So my one good, you actually made me think of something else. Actually, on the fly, um, I was going to go really boring. I went, as you know, I went out and about on Saturday and bought some lovely new office furniture um, for for my home office, which is nice. I've been wanting to do it for ages. Is that the Is that the little plant you've got there? Uh, that that's been idea? transferred. That was a, that's been transferred on loan from the from another room actually for the time being. Uh, so this, it's not a permanent. This,
0: just for the listeners' benefit, uh, Calvin lives in a nine-bed mansion. No, he doesn't. <laughs> don't be saying. He got one of Rob. his servants. He <laughs> got one of his servants to move the plants from the uh, east quarter to B. the a. southern quarter.
1: this listeners, I don't, to be honest with you. Did, did you grow, grow that? Did
0: you, did you grow that in your grounds? <laughs>
1: <laughs> in my allotment? No, no, and I don't. I don't live. In I a got mansion. it. I got my it shipped
0: way. in this morning.
1: Shipped in, yeah, fresh from fucking abroad or somewhere like that. But um, no, actually, I think, you know, as much as that's a personal a little, you know, happy with that. But um, it would be the, just the little mentions, actually, in the Arsenal programme, which I thought was nice touches. It's obviously for the shirt collectors group on Facebook. Nice little piece. And then look, as all of us, you know, podcasting for Arsenal, all of our inspiration is taken from, you know, Arsenal. Uh, and to see him get his a mention for, for 20 years, he's been doing it for 20 years. I mean, it's one thing to podcast for 20 years, but to, to write about Arsenal every day for 20 years is just staggering. Um, so I think, look, for the, the club just to recognise that. And again, it's that, it's that, again, we touched on it, it's connecting with the fans again. It's, it's a different approach and it's making everybody feel involved, right? Um, so I just think, yeah, kudos to that. It's a small touch, but I think it goes a long yeah. way. You know, small, small gestures always are the biggest.
0: I was going to speak actually off pod like um but i mentioned it now like walking home and, and uh, i was listening to uh you know he's has like 20 episodes i mm. go for each calendar year and i listened to the first mm. one this morning i was listening to a 2003 mm. one um and, yeah it's great really, really really good um i could listen to him all day he, yeah he's, and uh, i think like he's just so level-headed and honest and you know we're not going to mention you know other Arsenal awesome media outlets who just sort of kind of uh, divide opinion whereas I feel like it's very it's a very mature outlook
1: it is that's that's the key word it's mature it's honest and I don't know like I've listened to him for for a number of years and the amount of times over the you know over the years where you're sat there listening and going that's exactly how I think and how his outlook towards the game in general is is very non-biased which is that's how I like to feel as well just I'm not a biased Arsenal fan Necessary. and he also
0: get he, 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 the people he has on as well everyone he has on uh, are very articulate and are very well spoken and it's you know none, none of this um you know lack of blood clots there <laughs> you
1: can't even get that out can you jesus that's so uh, far that's so I, far you know, your remit
0: cool. oh dear do you reckon Arsenal fantasy will ever get a mention in Arsenal program i very much doubt it
1: no no absolutely not unfortunately i mean look he... do you say unfortunately
0: you mean fortunately
1: a a bit of both, because I think there's some genuine people probably there. I think mean, they've got a new presenter on there. Um, and I only saw this because um obviously we met the guy who runs Wenger House
0: yeah, uh, before the he, Brentford
1: game. And I thought
0: did a few clips he them, spoke really he?
1: well. Um yeah, actually I did watch that clip because he posted it. Obviously, I've blocked everything related to AFTV so it never appears on my timelines. Um, because that's just again, my my blocking is just out of control these days. It's brilliant.
0: Stop blocking. But, um, people,
1: mate. I would just block everybody who's a prick. Baby. So <laughs> do <laughs> I block myself. <laughs> I'd block but, you. Uh, no, but obviously that that popped up, and you know they've got that new guy right, who's presenting, trying to do it, and trying to do it a different way. But it's too late, in my opinion, and that's why I say it's unfortunate because there's genuine people that want to do the right, do it the yeah. right way. But that ship sailed for me. Uh, but you know, listening to to Jerome from Vengis House, I thought he spoke really, really well, um, and he seems like a guy you know who's got his head screwed on as well. Um, yeah, a nice guy. It, yeah, it was. Shout out to Benga's house if you don't follow him. Give me, give me a follow. Why not?
0: Give me a follow. Good, good, uh, yeah, good guy. Um, so g- getting a bit dark. Um, my one bad is obviously just um what's happening out in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought it was worth mentioning, and I, I just want to sort of say, you know, our hearts and you know, our prayers and thoughts go out Absolutely. to uh, the people of Ukraine. I think it's it's very surreal to see, to see what's happening. Um, and yeah. That's all I want to say. I don't really want to get into it too much because, you know, I don't think there's anything that I need to say that, you know... Um, it's, well, no, it's, it's yeah. one of
1: those situations where it's so political. There's so much stuff that we don't even know about in that situation as well. I mean, that you know, I'm just going to say that is my one bad as well because it is that bad. Um, You know, we're all keeping a close eye on it. We hope um, that things do, you know, get better for everybody involved, really, because as much as, you know everybody's pointing the finger at Russia. I think maybe we should, you know, take that step back and go, it's not Russian people. Right. Uh, and I do feel yeah, sorry for the people of Russia. When you look at some of the things that are going on um, and sanctions that are being made, unfortunately they're going to have a direct detrimental effect a uh, knock on effect to, to the people of Russia, uh, which is look, unfortunately really, really, you know, not, not a nice way to be, but and we all know where the problem really is. Uh, and that's just been something which has been brewing for, for quite some time. Um, But yeah, I mean, without getting too much involved, your hearts go out to everybody who's negatively affected by this, and we hope it comes to some, you know, relatively peaceful end. I mean, I say that it's been, yeah, again, it's it's been pretty bleak, hasn't it, the last the last week or so?
0: It's surreal. Yeah, it's frightening. Um, It does. It does make your your stomach turn. Makes you incredibly yeah, grateful a...
1: for what we have as well. Yeah, doesn't
0: it? no, absolutely. Um, yeah. I did have another one bad, and it's not really. It, it, Go on throw it, that in there. Go it, on. It's well, it's not a bad at all. It's you know, it's a first world problem. Um, but a, but it's relevant to us. Hey, my so one bad last know.
1: week was peeling fucking what was it? Food. Which, uh, James actually uh, did get on to me about it because I feel you. I really feel you on that. It's really annoying. Yeah.
0: Oh god, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my um, one bad. What? Ever, but it's, uh, of a is Arsenal have announced a four percent pay uh ticket
1: um ticket rise. increase of prices. Yeah, ticket.
0: That's, I couldn't get my words out yet. Just uh, <laughs> see Steve's it.
1: face there, guys. Christ, just,
0: just, yeah, just couldn't get my words out. Four uh, percent <laughs> ticket, four percent rise in ticket prices. Um, there we go. And it's been quite mixed on Twitter. Some people are saying it's four percent, and they've not hmm. rose the price for years. So go over it. There's there's a lot of seasons mm-hmm. in holders saying like this is disgraceful. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to know where you stand on it. Personally, for me, I think it's just it's it's not necessarily the price because the cost isn't huge, but it's a principle. Uh, we are a global brand, it's, they make a lot of money. Um, you know, players are more in the week than most of us earn in, in, in a year. You know, um, and the rest, they, they do. Mean. They do. And the rest, like the, 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 the footballers get paid an astronomical amount. Like mm. it's something that we don't really talk about enough. Like they get paid like movie stars. Like they live like it's it's in, it, what they get paid isn't justified. So for the working man, you know, people are only like, you know, taking two, three grand over a month. Oh, maybe, you know, maybe less, maybe more. But it's, it's, yeah, it's the principle it all that it's just another cost. And I just think it's a bit disappointing. Um, to see that from from the club, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, look, it's funny. I had a conversation. My old man, as you know, is a season ticket holder, so he was, you know, talking to me about it earlier. and He goes, "Oh, I've got the email. You know, prices going up, blah blah blah." And I was like, "Yeah, well, it's one of those, mate, where you know, we haven't. When was the last time we had a, an increase? And it was it was a while ago. But the problem is, we're so expensive already, um, and we've been the you know one of the most expensive clubs to go to." To go and watch football too um uh, for quite some time. Um, and during that period of time, we haven't been the best. Because that's how it should be, right? I mean, I think you know, it's like a hollow, you know, that's weird comparison. It's like if you go on holiday, right? If you go to five-star accommodation, you're gonna pay more. Uh, if you go to three-star, accommodation you're gonna you're gonna pay less um and it's like we're you know we're paying five star prices to watch three star football um over the last number of years so that's where the the problem you know ultimately yeah. comes from there's been a lot of other knock-on effects as well covid you know there was a lot of money that the club couldn't get hold of but like you said i think if you look at the player wages could, could they not and again it shouldn't always be on the players because it's funny you mentioned my argument i, I used my mum right hates football um, and she always used to moan, even way back when our oh, footballers are overpaid, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, are they, though? It's the end. You know, what we're effectively looking at here is the entertainment industry. Mm. And you, you know, you said, well, movies, they get paid like movie stars. And I'm like, well, that's fair, in my opinion. Um, it's not if they they probably do more than movie stars, because if you think how long does it take to film a decent film? I said, I, what, six to eight months, something like that, maybe a year. Yeah. They're not putting their bodies necessarily on on risk. They get stunt doubles in for that. You know, these guys are entertaining millions week in, week out, you know, once, twice a week, or if you're Arsenal right now, once every two weeks. Um, So I think, you know, the money's, it is what it is. When it's, uh, if you're talking entertainment, um, then it is what it is. You could, uh, you know, my counter argument that is fucking everybody's overpaid. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's movie stars get paid fucking millions.
0: I get what you're saying, but, you know, they're not as overpaid. They get paid crazy amounts of money mm. and you know and uh, yeah, yeah it is what it is isn't it because you just, could yeah you could it's, literally it's, go it's just it's just a shame right you're seeing you know because we we already do pay the highest ticket prices in the game and that's
1: that's the ultimate problem there right there is we already do it what we're not the number one club in england so why are we now still going to have to pay more to come and watch us. And again, yeah. it, this this ticket price could really go up next year because we're not even taking into the factor. If you look at this season's ticket price, there's no Europe in there. Yeah. You've got to throw Europe in that as well with a 4% increase. Um, so, Do you
0: get? How does it work? Do you get um, so many U- European games as part of it?
1: i think you get group stages actually i'm not it's been so long since i had one uh, i'd have to double check and i'm sure there's listeners going how oh, the fuck do you two not know this um sorry um, i am i think already- the group stages are definitely included and then you have to, you're guaranteed a ticket for the knockouts right. and you might yeah. have to pay for that yeah Again, i'm not, not an, it's an
0: expensive hobby right i don't know how these people afford to like ground hop when they're not when they're not watching arsenal like i mean fair play you know credit to him but it's yeah, it's not cheap um not a cheap hobby. Anyway, anything
1: that, anything that involves arse is not cheap, mate.
0: It's not cheap. It's not <laughs> cheap. Expensive. What else? What else are you gonna do on the weekend? Exactly. So on this day, uh 28th of February, mm. we're going all the way back to 2004. Mm-hmm. We beat Charlton, Charlton Athletic 2-1 at home. Unfortunately, it's a bit of an easy one because it's that uh invincible season. But can mm. you name the Arsenal 11.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, I'm sure i will be able to give it a good stab because like you said, it is, it is one of the, the easier periods um, of our history. But I mean, before I do that, I mean, how, how much of this game do you even remember, Steve? Let me just put that back to you. Uh, not, a, not a Scooby. Not a Scooby. Not, not a Scooby-Doo, no. That's not great, is it? So we went 1-0 down. Classic, 1-0 down, 2-1 up. Um, oh, what actually, no, was it? No, it wasn't. Apologies.
0: Yeah, I can tell right. you exactly how it went. We scored two goals in the opening four minutes. Um, <laughs> how wrong I am. Robert, <laughs> look <how laughs> You had the audacity to lecture me again. Game. Well, actually, yeah. Steve, do you remember the game? And you made yourself look like a right clown. Oh, there's nothing Perez, new there. Perez scored on the second minute. Henri scored on the fourth minute. And then Klaus Jensen scored the in the 59th minute.
1: What a weird player he was, but re- relatively good. Yeah.
0: Anyway... Ooh.
1: Yeah, back get to the... back to
0: your eleven. You just you just uh, you're buying time now.
1: I oh, know. I had to quickly Google it tonight.
0: Um, only Messing. Um... And you watch chart and score first. Foolish, mate.
1: Mm. I would be nice to go into a bit more detail on these games, but they're a long time ago. Some of them, aren't they um, beyond this day. We maybe we could look at changing it one day and watch some highlights of these games and talk about it. If it jogs anything in our memories, who knows? We can do that, mate. Okay, right. Anything you like. Anything like, don't say that, Jesus. Um, everyone's crazy, crazy German in goal. Mr. Roly-Poly.
0: Given. He played every game that season.
1: Yeah, he was phenomenal, mate. What a signing. Um, we had Ralph Lauren at right back. Yeah. Everyone's favourite Spurs centre-half. Big soul. Correct. Um, Colo Torre.
0: Yeah.
1: Ashley Cole. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's easy. And this is quite straightforward. It's is so it? easy. Um, Jumberg on a wing, Perez on another wing. Yeah. Uh, Vieira and uh, Gilberto.
0: Vieira, but no Gilberto.
1: No Gilberto. I never really
0: your... at the midfield.
1: Oh, no. Well, that's easy then. Um, Edge, yep. And then and everyone's favourite front too, the Burkham and combination.
0: Correct. So I said it was easy. There wasn't. Yeah. There wasn't much to play to play with. There was a few dating back to like the seventies. But I thought, no, oh really?
1: I mean, bit, yeah, obviously. we could have. That just reminds. you remember when we did that to Liam? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Work <laughs> a team from like He had a go to though, though,
0: didn't he? If I, if I remember right, he, he I don't think he even got one it.
1: player, did he? Or did he? You might have got George Graham or something. That's how far we went back.
0: There was one, there was one in '99, actually. If you want to have a crack at that, or '99, hmm.
1: yeah, go on then. Why not? Just for, just for the old shits and giggles. '99. Okay. Who, who did we even play in '99? I think it
0: was Newcastle. Okay. Let me just put. Let me just pull up the lineup.
1: Mm. Uh, we have to. We're putting some uh, some funky hole music here while Steve does his one finger typing, guys. Um,
0: I do awesome. do one finger typing. Okay, so 20th February nineteen ninety nine, we drew one all with Newcastle. Mm. Can you name the eleven? Nineteen
1: ninety nine. Crikey. David Seaman in goal.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: Okay. Tony Adams. Yep. Yeah. Are oh, we going to go classic here? I think so. Tony Adams wing right and left back Dixon Winterburn. Yep. Yeah. Center off ninety nine.
0: Stevie Bold. No.
1: Oh. oh. the other the other guy. Uh, Martin Keown. Correct. Lovely. Love that. Um, 99. I'm trying to think kids. So this is, I know, I, I say when we start going back past like 2004, I have to think like, all right so even if we go into that abyss of the first 10 years of uh the Emirates, I have to think kate's because that yeah, drops my memory a little bit.
0: That's what I do as well.
1: Um, I I'm gonna go now. Mark Overmars, yep, parlor
0: yep, you're doing well, eh? Sorry.
1: Paddy Vieira, peak. Well not Pete yeah. Paddy, but yeah, he was definitely definitely he on it
0: at
1: that point
0: oh, Jesus. I'm not sure you'll get this Is one. It.
1: Another centre mid, isn't it? Not yeah. oh, missing here. French. Uh, well, oh no. No, but he had gone at this point. I think. Or had he? He he wasn't in the team. He was in the team?
0: No, he wasn't.
1: Oh. Um uh, Jesus Christ. And he, he's French. I mean, look, everyone was French back then when they, Jesus Christ. Was a great he was player. a
0: defensive, he, he was a defensive midfielder.
1: Oh, was it? Oh my God. He signed, who did he sign with? He was a double signing. Oh, what was his name? I got him on the tip of my tongue. Begins with R. What, his surname?
0: No, his first name. His second name begins with G.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remy Garge.
0: Yeah, Remy Garge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I saw
1: a post of him recently. He signed with somebody. Who was the other person he signed with? It's big big signing as well. I can't remember it was, to be honest. There we go. There we go. Um, and then up it's front. Not like,
0: it's not like you, do not remember.
1: Yeah, true. Remember like a fucking sieve. And obviously, this
0: Dennis this Bergkamp. Yeah.
1: And Thierry Omri.
0: No. Oh, he
1: wasn't even here yet. Nope. So, yeah, okay. Obvious other Frenchman then would be uh, Nicolas Anelka.
0: Correct. Do you remember who scored?
1: Not a Scooby. I think, I think, in a 1-1 draw, I think it was Super Nick. Because yeah, that he season was... he was fire, to be fair.
0: And Anelka scored in the 36th minute and then uh, Hamann scored. DDR, oh, I do
1: remember that goal. Do I haven't he
0: played for Newcastle.
1: Yeah, he played there. He was there before he went to Liverpool, wasn't he? Yeah, that's where he found his feet in the Prem. Yeah, he was a decent player.
0: They lose that. Oh, I didn't know he played for uh, Newcastle as well. Yeah, I, I do that.
1: know what I saw that pop up as well on Instagram. I completely forgot about that.
0: He played um, for yeah. Fulham and Man United, didn't he? That's who Fulham I remember him playing United,
1: for. but yeah, I do not, I have no recollection of him being at um, Newcastle for some reason, which is yeah. which is a weird one. Well, that was, that was testing. Two on this stage you gave me, look, guys. I mean, did quite,
0: to be fair, I'll give you an 8 out of 10. I think you did pretty well. So though, that's right?
1: solid. A solid 8 out of 10. Anything over a 6 is always a winner, isn't it? But uh, my head hurts actually after doing that, having to guess. Doesn't doesn't take a lot. <laughs> it says you. Jesus Christ. Easy, you. you
0: know what? It's easy for me just to sit here with, with all the names, though, isn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's got, I think, you know, we did it a while, back. I think, you know, ne- next week I might have, we might have to flip that round. Uh, we'll flip I do it. It. Yeah, you said I could do what I want. So uh, yeah, we're doing that next week. We're doing that. Because right. uh, I like to see your, your eyes literally just panic. And then you do, yeah, the old maths equation
0: meme. I will, I will frighten you with my, with my wisdom and knowledge.
1: Um, you might frighten me with your Arsenal knowledge, but your wisdom, absolutely fucking not. Not a not a hope. Um, but look, I guess on that note, um, may as well on, that show, yeah. and on that bombshell, yeah, we may as well end it there. And Look, as always, we'd just like to thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Uh, we hope you've enjoyed it. As always, I'll always say it, when Arsenal win and get three points, especially with the last-minute equaliser uh, winner, uh, it does make it ever so sweeter to record and listen to, I'm sure. But if you enjoy the show, please do leave us a review on Apple and Spotify. We'd really greatly appreciate it. And if you want to follow any of us on the major social media platforms, you can do so. Steve can be found on both Twitter and Instagram at In The Clock End. Myself, you'll find me on Twitter at underscore the underscore and Instagram at the Arsenal shirt. Uh, but look, please keep an eye on our social media feeds for the next podcast. But until then, look after yourselves. Look after each other. Take care. Goodbye.